Here's a little sound bite for you. <laughs> the microphone went. Oh, that was that, that was that's that's good foley right there, Catherine. Um, uh, uh, you know, I think you needed though to to really give it that 1940s air. You should have said, uh, "Listen, Mister, if you don't talk, I'm gonna break your arm." And then you open it, and then you go. Cool. That's what it sounded like when you broke your arm. <laughs> yeah, like opening a can of beer. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me every time I break my arm. <laughs> Hello, listeners, and welcome once again to an episode of City Mouse Country Mouse, a podcast where an I, Nick Brown, the city mouse, tell a story to my friend, uh, me, Kate O'Hara, Country Mouse. Yeah, and usually that has a theme of some form. And so what's our theme this week, Catherine? Art. It's art. I I remembered this. I thought about it earlier today because I thought, you know, for once I'm actually going to pay attention to what our theme is rather than just coming and trying to think of a story on the spot. But then I got, I, I'm tutoring a student right now. In and art? So, no, 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 no. I'm, uh, no, 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 I'm... It, it, the opposite. I'm doing it in business, like <laughs> as close to the polar opposite as you can get. <laughs> in fact, I, yeah, I would. I challenge you to pick something more opposite the art than business. Oh, politics. You think? I don't know, because there's. There, I feel like there's an overlap between artists and politicians. I mean, not usually. Not not. It's not good, right? Political art is usually bad art. And and artful politicians. Uh, well, I mean, that literally means liars. Didn't didn't Diego Rivera do uh, a lot of political art in Mexico? And let's not forget about uh, Vaclav Havel and Czechoslovakia. What did he, he do? He was a playwright, and he was elected their first president upon uh, independence from the Soviet Union. And he actually, by most accounts, did a marvelous job. I'm, so, I'm glad to hear it. Um, mm-hmm. So, Catherine, mm. do you have any updates in your life from the country? Um, what's going on here in the country? It's hot. It's dry. Uh, I'm going to the lake and swimming, much like okay. yourself. We're both yep. lake people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Minnesota right now, mm-hmm. which is also the country, belying the name of this could podcast. We, we could call it Country Mouse, Country Mouse. We could. Uh, there's, in fact... I think most mice are now denizens of the country. The city mice have all been eaten by rats. It could be called <laughs> Country Mouse City Rat. <laughs> yeah, it could be that. Or just, just Rat and Mouse. <laughs> That'd be a great podcast title if I was a mob informant. <laughs> the Rat and the Mouse. Uh, this is Tony uh, Shalhoub. <laughs> Tony Tony Shalhoub's a real person. He's a real actor. <laughs> and that's exactly how... We, that's a really good Tony Shalhoub you got there. <laughs> I, Tony Shalhoub is... Do you know who he is? Do you know who Tony Shalhoub is? He's Monk, correct? Oh, he might be Monk as well. Uh, I don't know. Other... I was thinking of him as the father on The Marvelous Miss Maisel. That's right. He's on that as well. He's, you know, he's yeah. probably in so many things that we don't even know. Yeah, he's probably... He's, you know, he's a really versatile actor. He disappears into a role. He's really amazing, isn't he? So, so this week's topic is... Our theme this week Tony was Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Oh, would you like to hear my updates? Yeah, of course. 
did you did you you didn't really have any updates there that we just glossed over them yeah, I don't, yeah your update was that i'm a rat <laughs> yeah you're, you're a rat <laughs> okay great cool nice update from from you uh, no i've got a big one this week my uh uh my sisters yesterday did something ironic that rapidly turned sincere you know like the first time we ever went on a cruise ship together, my sisters and I were like, oh, we're going on this cruise, ironically. And within like an hour and a half, it was all of the irony was gone. And we're like, we're going on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Uh, there's buffets everywhere. The, uh, similarly, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned to you that, that Shara is pregnant and entering her second trimester right now. You, and, you, and my, you casually mentioned it like two weeks ago and we didn't speak of it again. Yeah, as and that's how I hope this child will interact with most of my peers and friends. He will be casually mentioned and then never spoken of again. <laughs> I'm planning to keep him in a bell tower. Uh, uh, oh, but it's a he. It's a gender reveal party. They did an ironic gender reveal party that turned earthquakingly sincere. It was <laughs> like, they're like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if, and then by the end it was... You know, there was there's an enormous amount how, of how past. Did, how did they reveal? Uh, it was via multiple, I, I mean, every layer you can think of. It started with opening a cake uh, that had a note inside the cake that said, congratulations, it's a, and then you open it and it said, clue. <laughs> like, yeah. And then it was a, a, an elaborate scavenger hunt that followed multiple, multiple clues and ended with a pinata with, uh, with actually nothing inside of it that revealed the gender. The pinata had a thing inside of it that said, oh, you should probably just ask Mark. He's the one who heard. <laughs> and so it ended and we asked Mark and he was like, oh, it's a boy. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, you guys, you guys still get to uh, have scavenger hunts. That's the best. Yeah, that's the most important part of life. That's, uh, we're, we're prepping for the child by creating additional scavenger hunts. Lovely. Scavenger hunts, I, I think, prepare us for adulthood. Uh, it's just that as adults, the scavenging is for money. And what are you naming this miracle? I don't know yet. We haven't. We didn't. We thought it was going to be a girl, and then and we were going to call the girl Blueberry because we really liked Blueberry. Oh my god, I love that. What about for a boy, Huckleberry? Oh, we could do Huckleberry. Oh, I actually really like Huckleberry. I love. Oh, now I'm going to have to bring this up. And then we, and then if we ever had a girl, it would be Blueberry and Huckleberry. Yeah. And then and then if we had a third child, it would be Pineapple. The third, the third child is Jessica. <laughs> yeah, would, yeah, it would land a little. Uh, that would be that would be a, a surprise. That would be a <laughs> surprise. So what? What? You're so Jessica. These are your sisters, Huckleberry and Blueberry. Um, and it, why is it the you know Jessica's in her MBA program when her brothers have? It would be like being sis- the sister of the Olsen twins. Mm-hmm. The Jessica of the group. <laughs> the Jessica of the group. <laughs> okay. Stories about art. Do you want to go first? No, I you. Guess you. What? Okay. Well, I got to make something up. Okay. Um, well, then uh, I, I'll i talk about Tom. No, I can do it. Oh. If you want, do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. You go first. You go first. Then I'll go. I was you just, like Nick Brown. <laughs> you, you like Nick Brown. No, I don't. You like Nick Brown. Ew! No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to talk about Tom Lepp. 
Oh, how? Oh, what a what a what a story! What a character! Yeah, what a, he's a he's a real artist. Somebody I've met, uh, interestingly. Yeah, I wish he would have drawn you. I would. I do too. But doesn't he charge hundreds of thousands of dollars for that? Well, if you wanted to buy it, he'd keep the drawing probably. Oh, he but keeps drawings aren't uh, that expensive. Well, I suppose that's fair. That's um, that's. But he draws uh, a lot of people. He's. I just in the course of this, I'm changing the story I was going to tell. So okay, I, I want I want to hear more about Tom or Tommy as you. Tom Tommy, he uh he's here in Wyoming and he's trying to sell paintings and. Uh, well, not just trying. I mean, tell them of some of his successes. Well. The people wish to know. You know, well, he met Regis Philbin, who passed away (laughs) yesterday. That's his biggest success. uh, Well, he was painting (laughs) Kathy Lee at the time, and they were writing songs together. They were doing. Wait, he was dating Kathy Lee? uh, He was painting her. He was doing her portrait. And Cody, their kid. Who's. Uh, Kathy Lee. He has a kid named Cody with Kathy Lee? No, Kathy Lee has a kid with Frank Gifford. Named Cody, okay. but Tom painted the kid and and Kathy. Kathy. Did he call her Kathy? Uh, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he called her Kathy Lee. I, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. That yeah, I don't know why I wouldn't. But um, so you know, he's and he painted Amanda Plummer. You know, Honey Bunny of Pulp Fiction. Uh, oh yeah. He said she was really interesting. Um, I believe they were in a restaurant together. Maybe they were hanging out during the the sitting. And uh, apparently she did like a cartwheel or was doing cartwheels in the restaurant. And, uh, she it's was doing cartwheels. cartwheels in the restaurant. Yeah. And uh, the I should send you a picture of it. The portrait of Amanda Plummer is very cool. She's cool looking. Uh that's I, I would like I would like to see that picture. Yeah, I'd probably I would say we'd put it in the show notes, but I won't. No, 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 no. no. Uh, <laughs> there are show notes. Um, uh, there can be. I haven't ever used them for anything. Okay. They just sort of uh, they they sit. I, the last show notes was recorded on six fifteen. Oh, that's what that's it a said good one. in the that's show notes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's also painted Supreme Court Justice. Uh, Rehnquist, the yeah, William Rehnquist, the chief. I, that was the one I knew about. Yeah, uh, you know he's he's did uh, the Packards of Hewlett Packard or no the Hewlett's I think yeah <laughs> William and Flora Hewlett he painted them recently uh, after they died. Uh, Why did he do it post mortem? Because the children, the the adult children oh. wanted a, wanted uh, a the foundation wanted a painting, and so they. Uh, flew them out to California. They had really cool buildings, uh, like uh, really green technology that was really remarkable and were very nice to Tom, and they were into music and uh, treated him really well. You know, he has to fly to all these different places and, uh, you know, have an easel, have oil paints, have, you know, brushes and mediums. Does he have trouble checking things in? You know, he, I think he ships... Uh, well, usually, I mean, if he can, if he's going into like New York City to do a portrait, he'll just um, buy all of his supplies there. And, yeah, that makes sense. And then he'll either give them away or send them back to his home here in Wyoming. Mm. Uh, but, you know, so he's going in there and he's got to, you know, navigate 
all of these tools and um, sometimes he's treated really well by these families and you know the wife really likes him and they joke around quite a bit and have a good time and sometimes there's like a weird tension and that like the husband doesn't want anything to do with Tom or won't talk to him or I mean it's you never know what you're going to get with these portrait commissions yeah but he was very successful uh but then his agent who owned portraits incorporated uh she she mysteriously died you know she fell I think uh should you tell by the way the background of Tommy and hmm. his brother uh Tom has two brothers uh David and Joe yeah and, and one of them killed his father well Right. Uh, it was their stepfather. Uh, you weren't going to mention that? You were just well, going to leave that as a you know, the thing about, you know, Tom, I think he'd rather be known for his art because he is such a, a, a master. Oh, I, I think you should talk only about art from now on. I just feel like that this is like a racy <laughs> detail that you don't oh, want to leave out. Oh, my God. Well, the thing is, is it's huge. Um, it's a huge, it's like a... Oh, what's that? East of Eden, that Steinbeck novel. Oh, yeah. And Tom's got a story like that. And, you know, his his brother, Joe, was sort of uh, forced. He, he, he killed their, their stepfather out of uh, self-defense. This guy, Ed Gothberg, who was a terror. He was a known terror. He would pull guns on people all the time. Uh, wow. Lots of stories about him pulling guns on people. He beat horses. You know, he had a ranch out west of town, the Gothberg Ranch, and uh, you know he's he's known for beating the horses and using people. And you know he had weird dealings with land. Him and Tom's mother, uh, Angela, like they were always get making land deals and suing people. And it's it's like that couple in Missouri. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The ones who walked out on the protesters and brandished oh, guns at the protesters who went by. Right. Them? If a protester went by Ed Gothberg, I bet he would pull a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Angela, not so much. She was more of a, you know, worked behind the scenes, but just as, you know, crazy. She had a, the house they lived in is a maze. It's, um, you know, it started out as this one room, you know, like just like where the cow ha- hands would stay out on the ranch, but... Uh, they built another big room around it, like, you know, encompassing the whole original house. And then another big uh, perimeter around that. There was a sheep wagon, a big, huge sheep wagon on the property. I don't know they, what a sheep wagon uh, is. It's, it's where, a uh, you know, a shepherd would stay, perhaps. Like, yeah, covered wagon. A big, oh, yeah. oh, like of, of, the, of that variety, yeah. like the Oregon Trail style. Yeah, yeah. And it was on the property, so they just built the house around it, so it's still there in the in the basement of this house. And there's uh, secret passages. I mean, oh. there's, you know, the, the, the bookshelf that opens up and the, and the spiral staircase that goes down. But it's all for these really pretty nefarious purposes that, you know, Ed Gothberg was crazy. And so Angela was probably had a touch of... Uh, she was touched, we'll just say. And a oh, touch oh, of the touches. Oh, a lot of people were touched in that family. You know, there's three brothers, three sisters, and the saga continues. But, you know, and they were Angela was an artist, and so was Ed. He was actually the painting professor up at the college. Ed Gothberg, the guy who was killed by Joe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, okay, this is, I, I, I don't want to. Right, so, it's your your I, turn. I can, see, I, 
I can see why you avoided this. Right. I can Tom, see why Tom you, is a painter. Because, because, because it really does overshadow everything else. So like Tommy is a, he's a wonderful, wonderful painter. Also, uh, and obviously this is unimportant to his existence, but he is an undead vampire that's been alive since the sixth century. Anyway, I mean, let's talk about his paintings. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the details tend to overshadow the headline. Uh. <laughs> you, correct, correct. You know, I, uh, you know, I was always so fascinated with, uh, you know, my family. We're Methodists uh, slash, sure. uh, you know, Kansas, you know, Dodge City, Kansas, and you know, we have zero interesting details. I mean. Well, you're from Dodge City, Kansas. I mean, aren't, aren't there a bunch of shootouts and things around? Oh, yeah. Well, there was definitely some violence. But, uh, <laughs> you know, as far as my fa- my family is not dramatic. But Tom's family, you know, very, 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 you know. Yeah. I mean, you built a house with secret passages. When the Ed Goss, Ed Gosper is the father's name? Uh, Gothberg. Yeah. Gothberg. Ed Gothberg. Oh, God. It's even a great name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, <laughs> When Ed Gothberg was murdered by his stepson in a house with secret passages, was it a big question whether it was done with a candlestick or wrench? Um, or you know, down just down the the hill side, the mountainside from the main house where Ed and Angela lived. Uh, Joe, who was a young man at this time, he lived um, in a in a smaller house on the property. And, you know, the story goes that Ed knocked on his door and Joe answered and Ed was pointing a shotgun at him and said, if you don't kill me, I'm going to kill you. And so uh, Joe shot him once in the heart and once in the head. And he just fell over and hit the ground. It was just... It worked. Yeah. We call yeah. that the double whammy. Yeah. I think it's called the double tap, right? I mean, isn't <laughs> tap, that what people... Yeah. That's, I, I mean, I think that's a video game term. Or maybe it's a military term. Oh, it's hard to distinguish have... between them these days. Right, right. They're both uh, murdering from that's a distance. That's astonishing. Mm. I mean, it's great. Okay, let's talk, obviously, these lurid details, these lowbrow... <laughs> Dude, I mean, let's you... get back to your story about this beautiful paintings. Oh, these Tommy paintings, made. like Tom, you know, paints. Or was that? Was that? Do you have a story about this, or were you just oh, sort Tom, of like make me Tom, pull details from you? Yeah, I, I like it when when you have to work for it. So definitely, because <laughs> I I'm leaving little Easter eggs everywhere in case you want to latch on. Uh, but Tom <laughs> paints from life, um, and dude, of course he loved to paint uh, women because women are so beautiful and he yeah did he paint your australian friend who's the 10 oh Cher. she's she's from warland wyoming uh shirley but um no which is like this huge shock because i always try to get those two together but neither of them seemed interested but Cher is so beautiful i just assumed that tom would want a painter and that Cher would want to Painting She's of- sort of the Helen of Troy of this podcast. I mean, you <laughs> sure. know, somebody, she is. You just fulfill, you, you fill in your own version of her in your Correct. imagination. Correct. And, 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 we'll do, and you'll never know. You'll never know. In all know. probability. I mean, you will. 
I, I won't. I might Google her. I might, we might both know. You know, Honestly, uh, I, you could you could follow her on Instagram. Uh, yeah, tell her. <laughs> sure, I could. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, come on, Catherine. What are you going <laughs> to tell me next? A beautiful woman with an Instagram account? <laughs> I don't buy it. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, he, Tom never painted Cher, but Tom's painted you know many women when he lived in New York, which was you know most of his adult life. Uh, yeah. And God, that's really fascinating. Now let's talk about the Gothburg murder. Yeah. <laughs> you know we could have a podcast about that. Uh, the Gothburg the th- murder. The thing is, is that uh, you know it there's uh, uh, sexual abuse in the story. It's a huge part of the story. And the, the victims are still alive and they're, you know, that's okay. So I, I, I am fascinated. I mean, I am really fascinated by this murder and I am really fascinated about Tommy's New York years. Do do you have any specific things that happened between you and Tom that, that, that you'd like to, to share with us before we move on to whatever um, story I concoct? You know, Tom is to me like, He's an amazing painter, but he's like a better friend, and mm. he would hate that because he would say, "No, I'm a better painter." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd be like, he he would say, "I'm not your That's friend." That's the moral of your buddy <laughs> film, though. Tom says there's no such thing as friends. You know, Tom is uh, he's he he's trying to sell some paintings right now. Like that's for yeah. sure. Tomlep.com. Uh, and, yeah, uh, right. we'll put that in the show notes. Mm. <laughs> no, we won't. L O E P P. And uh, you know, I think he, you know, he has just such an interesting story. And I think, you know, he's of that generation that never, you know, they they don't go to therapy. They don't like talk about much. How but old is he? He was. He, he was is, like. He qualified he for his... social security last year, the year before. Uh, yeah, I thought he was in his fifties when I met him, so that made sense. Or late forties. Yeah, he's, I think he was uh, in his fifties when you met him. Uh, yeah, he's he taught me how to paint, and he has, he's like a little Buddha. He's always giving me these like koans. Like he told me, there's uh, three kinds of people in this world. There's artists, uh, there's billies, and there are stoolers. Now. Billies are animals. All, all animals. He could have, he, I was going to say, <laughs> he could have made it clearer up front. <laughs> but the explanation is the joy. You know, if you, if you ask him, because, you know, you have to ask Tom some questions to get any information. So uh, he would tell you that all animals are billies, but a bad billy is a Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> so like, like the squirrel that's like stealing all the nuts, you know. Uh, sure. He'd be a Jimmy. But Billy. So Billy is an artist. Artist, that's self-explanatory. We know what an artist is. Somebody who does something for love, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the rest, the third category, uh, stoolers. So, but wait, you still haven't explained what mm. billies are. Billies are animals. <laughs> oh, they're just an- like animals of people? All, like bad all, people? No, all animals are billies. And wait, it started with there are three types of people in yeah, the world. Yeah, there's artists. <laughs> There's billies. Which are animals and not people. And there's stoolers. Okay. As somebody who's tutoring business right now, I can inform you that there are several logical gaps in here. <laughs> Do you even want to know what a stooler is? I definitely want to know uh, what a stooler is. It's, it's a nickname for a stool chewer. 
much. So somebody who eats shit. So if you're not an animal, if you're not a Billy, then you better start making some art. <laughs> okay. So what he means is there's artists and there's people who eat shit. <laughs> and there's and then he, there's animals, which are awesome. But, but which are not people, so we can exclude them from the original subset. Oh, they're higher than people, though. They're a higher order. Oh, he's he's good on that. Okay, he's and and the bad Billies are Jimmies. Yeah, but they're still higher than people. A Jimmy, because <laughs> Billy Jimmy, our... human stoolers. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay, stoolers. Uh, Billy Jimmy, human stoolers. Uh, Cameraman, woman, TV. Our, our three subscribers are named Bill, Jim, and Stool. So this is not going to be a great week for us. <laughs> Time to lay out the hierarchy, boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, I think we can qualify. It didn't really have a beginning, middle, or end, but I think we can take that as a story. We, we can have inter- Tommy interjections now and then as well. Yeah, I mean, whenever you come up with a new question like, well, why did Ed knock on Joe's door and say, if you don't kill me, I'm going to kill you? I mean, what led up to that? But your turn, though. Uh, I wanted to ask that. <laughs> well, that'll have to be a mystery, I guess. I guess you didn't ask. Oh man. Okay. I guess I guess that's where we are. That's Oh, I'm so curious. <laughs> okay, just answer that question and then we'll move to me. Um, because Ed knew that he had been found out. As an abuser? That's that's not answering that question. That's just inviting another question. I would never do that. Uh, unbelievable. It's just like, to put this in Excel spreadsheet terms, because that's what I'm tutoring right now, oh, yeah. you have just created like a series of nested functions, and it's hard for me to find the original. <laughs> I love spreadsheets. I've never filled one out, though. Oh, uh, I've filled out many. I Actually, I'm getting to like them more. I just don't like Excel. Like, I want to, I, I can both like spreadsheets and want to... Like, I want to give the company, the corporation, Microsoft, I want to give it, like, a swirly. Like, I, I want to bully it in the locker room. Uh, I want, that's, I, that's, I want to see that. I think you're yeah, the man Yeah, me too. I don't even think it's possible. It, it, it's, you can't a bully Microsoft. <laughs> that's, that's one of the cardinal rules. <laughs> Nobody bullies Microsoft. That's, that's, that's what somebody says at the beginning of the Buddy movie, where you and Tommy take off and at the end of that movie after somehow we'd have to write it you bullied microsoft we like got away tommy with it. would say there's no such thing as friends no such thing as friends <laughs> and walk away from me and walk away from you <laughs> actually that might be the beginning of act three that might be the low point and then you might get together at the end and you might be like i'm an artist too and he'd be like no nah. you're a billy <laughs> <laughs> wow and and the emotional music the, yeah. the choir of angels <laughs> yeah oh yeah that'd be big that's that'd be that'd be your Thelma and Louise moment you're flying off the cliff right there <laughs> you know Tom Tommy is a pretty uh good friend I I, I I'm aware I, I have to tell a story now now I have to like let your details fall by the wayside yeah. because as much as I want to know about this murder and about all of the like Gothberg details that right, you defense. Have left we have to call it a, a defense. What do you call it? The when, Gothberg defense. The, no, the 
I mean, when you... Was he a chess player? When you kill somebody because they're threatening your life. The Gothberg defense. The guy's called the Gothberg defense. (laughs) It's also, interestingly, when you move your bishop on the third move as black in a chess game. (laughs) But... But, you know, that ambiguity comes up rarely, so it doesn't... We don't concern ourselves with it too much. <laughs> well, okay. Nick, Nick, your story about art. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. There's there's so much lurid detail already here. Mm. And plus, we're at 40 minutes now, and I'm going to have to edit the shit out of this. My brief story, and it is going to be very brief, is uh, I was reminded... Uh, I was reminded of an artist when you were speaking earlier because... There is, there was for a period in New York City, you live there short enough to get a sense of the variety and value of random subway encounters, oh. but probably not enough to get their full scope. Okay. And I've had a number of strong ones. Uh, you know, I, I, dated someone for I've dated a few people that I met in the subway I've actually I dated I think like four or five women that I met in the subway so points. so Tom Lepp was riding the subway in New York uh, one day as a young artist and uh, from across the car he saw the back of a woman's neck and he said I recognize her <laughs> but go on <laughs> so the, I, I, yeah, there, I, I have a number of subway dating events, including two women who I dated for a while. I met you, in the subway. You never did anything sexy on the subway, I hope. Oh God, no, Jesus! <laughs> you <laughs> even never, sex, you never even felt sex up. on the subway is not sexy. <laughs> it's like <laughs> there is the pool that is involved in a septic tank, and then there is the subway. And then there is everywhere else. And that is the ranking of the least sexy places in the world. <laughs> Except, I will say, uh, there is a, a really great story uh, called Pet Milk by... Oh, I'm blanking on his name. You can Google Pet Milk short story. Uh, that is a wonderful short story okay. about sex on the Chicago L. Oh, okay. Well. Stuart Dybeck. Got it. Pet Milk... Yeah, you don't have to do it now. Yeah, I, I'm just putting it in Catherine. there because no, okay. I'm listening. It's 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 queued up. Oh, pet milk! You can buy pet for your milk okay. for your pets. <laughs> in the course of one of my rides on the subway, and I'll leave other subways because we're gonna keep this very brief. I was bullied by an artist. <gasps> what? Because so I, I'm I'm gonna have a brief aside here. I've had my portrait painted in my life, I believe, four times, mm-hmm. may, maybe five or six. I, I, I beat that, but go ahead. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you do. I, m- <laughs> most people do. Uh, a, friend yeah. a, comic book, a friend who's a comic book artist drew me, and twice in Paris, I was on uh, Montmartre and uh, got artists to draw me uh, in one what, way or another. Are, did your comic book friend draw you as a character? I don't think so. I, I, I'd have to look it up. It's on Facebook somewhere. Okay. It's my friend Mike Short, with whom I'm involved in a, a different podcast. And he, <laughs> he drew me like years ago. And then 
I, on Montmartre, I had one decent portrait and one, have you ever had a caricature drawn for you? The people who like come up to you and they're like, oh, let me draw a caricature of you. No, my self-portraits kind of look like that, but no, I haven't. They are criminals. They're, (laughs) to a man, they are, they are. Agreed. The worst people on the planet. They're not. Yeah, I the mean, caricaturists are just because they're they're just swindlers. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. It, they come up to you and they draw something that looks like a balloon animal, and then they give it to you, and they're like, "That's your caricature." <laughs> <laughs> That's you. I mean, get it? <laughs> it's such an embarrassment. It, I mean, they're so bad. And to be fair, even worse than the caricaturist was what, the first portrait I got on Montmartre. Um, the, the, the guy, the struggling artist up there was just, should have, he should have been something else, right? Like he, he wasn't even a, like, don't quit your day job situation. It was like, you were destined for your day job. Like your, your day job, your day job is the thing that you should be doing. And this art thing, you should just abandon altogether and leave for different, more qualified people. Anyway. So you didn't like it? Did you? <laughs> no, on Montmartre, do, I didn't. Do you have but, it? Did you buy it? <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> oh God, I still have it somewhere. It's, you it do? Was, for years, Show notes. For, for years, someone... <laughs> <laughs> for years, someone gave it to me every Christmas. I, they would give it to me, I'd open it, and I'd be like, oh, fuck you. And then and then I'd sort of throw it away. And uh, I want to I wanna do, a, I wanna do a copy of it for my yeah, own to hang in my so house. It was so bad. Oh, it's just awful. Is it because anyway, you're so beautiful that it like hurt your that, soul yeah, to that be? Would, well, it, no, it's because it was a portrait of somebody. It was like, you know, the difference between me and the portrait is the same as the difference between like me and Gerald Ford, right? Like it's right. just not like right. it was just a, a very different person well, you know, who just was even nominally an inch, who was wearing the same clothes I was wearing at the time. Even even a, a millimeter, right? right? Gerald Ford's wearing a a purple crayon T-shirt, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. but you know, like even if you're just a a skosh off in the measurement of, of somebody's face or body, it makes a huge difference. And oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, you know, portrait painters are kind of uh, derided as we're doing right now to caricaturists, but they are awful. Uh, yeah, different than portrait artists, but yeah, uh, they're they're sort of the low man on the totem pole. Portrait artists. To 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 finish somewhat succinctly on my on my on my brief story here, I was on the subway, and I uh, uh, was approached by this bully artist and he drew me without <laughs> asking. Oh shit. <laughs> and I did my absolute, you know, I, I tried to ignore him, but then you, he, you he, did got, your... he got up and he handed it to me and he was like, Hey, I, I drew this of you. I'd love it if you'd pay me $10 for it. Oh. And, and like, was it good? No, it was awful. <laughs> All the better reason to buy it. That guy needs. Uh, that guy I mean, needs I did practice. because, of course, I was bullied you by did. him. <gasps> you felt bullied because of I the. Felt, because yeah, and I and this was when I was poor. Now I'm doing all right right now. Because he was but begging. When I was poor, poor. What if he had just asked you for money? Wouldn't that be worse? He actually did something. Yeah, but it was ten dollars. If he'd asked me for money, like maybe he would have guilted me out of a dollar. 
But, oh, really? That's so but, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even spend enough time in New York City. You're asked for money a hundred times a day. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I, I give money uh, every time I'm asked, and uh, the last time I got a, I got a message from God. So this is your story. Sorry, go on. All of which is to say that I think, ultimately, and, and I think this is what we can glean from today's podcast, <laughs> that art is worthless. Is, is <laughs> <laughs> and artists. And artists can, oh, uh, yeah, can for sure. suck a big They're one. the first to go. When, when, I'm, when my administration... You know what? I might edit this part out. <laughs> my administration... Believe strongly. That artists are to be sequestered and murdered. <laughs> oh, very no. straightforward. Good. That was ironic. <laughs> of course. Listen, everyone. Listen. I'm an artist. All I do is write work. <laughs> it's, it's written work. It's not like those degenerate drawing artists. <laughs> what? <laughs> City but, rat. But you know, we're in the same general category. As, as embarrassing and filthy as they are, we are basically the same category. <laughs> well, you know, my, uh, my, my mentor, Tom, says that it's a huge ocean and artists don't have to compete with each other. Yeah. Your mentor, Tom, has probably never been in the ocean because everything competes with each other. <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> that's... Boom. That's why they call it a food chain. <laughs> it's a... All right, everybody. This has been art. <laughs> this is art. This is real. There's quotations around that. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. Can we, we, can we have Jim Morrison play our outro? <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 I'll work on it. Okay. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>